This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Feminine Essence. Feminine Essence is a podcast for women following their passions in business. Each episode of Feminine Essence, we feature interviews and advice on how to increase your visibility with greater success and impact while inspiring you to step into your feminine essence. Here's your host, Steffi Joe. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Feminine Essence, Empowered Passion to Business Success. This is a podcast for women following their passion in business. I'm Steffi Joe, your podcast host. I want to thank you for joining me today. I'm really excited to introduce you to my guest. But before I do, I would just want to let you know that if you want some more information about the Feminine Essence podcast, you can just send me a text to 72000, that's 7200 and type the message Steffi Joe. And Steffi Joe is S-T-E-F-F-I-J-O. So just text me 72,000 and type in Steffi Joe and you can find out more about Feminine Essence Podcast. And of course, I would always love it if you would choose to subscribe. So now I'd like to give you a little information about Christine Alexandra. She is a warm-hearted, playful woman to say the least. She's a highly sought-after angel intuitive, award-winning inspirational author and founder of Angel Chatter. She is committed to her mission of inspiring and empowering women across the globe, and she assists them in dropping their good girl title that they have carried for decades. As an empath, Christine has always known what others are going through, and through her compassion and angelic connection, she has been able to lovingly share the angel's joy with such humor, let's put it that way, with such humor that most don't realize they are learning and healing. Her private sessions, courses, and books combine the wisdom to help another walk in their truth. Christine firmly believes that all deserve to live life on their terms. Nobody, no, let's say not anybody else's agenda is through a greater love towards self that enables each step to become more profound and empowering. Christine is a prolific author from blogs to books. Her most recent book, Angel Chatter, Heavenly Guidance and Earthly Practices, is the base of the Angel Chatter Authorization course, an online course that not only strengthens your connection with the angelic realm, empowering you to do readings, but has become such an empowering growth tool for all the students. Each has the opportunity to become awakened to their own divinity and their mission. So let's have some fun and some laughs, let's say, because Christine says that the angels have a sense of humor. So before I give any more away, let's bring on Christine Alexandra. Welcome, Christine. I'm so excited that you're here uh, with me in the audience today, I'm, that you've joined us, and there's so many yummy things I want to talk about. But I first, just welcome. Just thank, thank you, you, Steffi. Thank you so much. I, it's going to be fun. Yes. You know, we have such a great vibe going on behind the scenes, so I'm excited to share what we both offer yeah. to your growing, rapidly growing audience. Yes. Nice. You know, um, what you are about and what, what I've gotten to, gotten to know is 
is so in alignment with the feminine essence and who she is today and how she's growing and learning and what you bring to that. I'm just um, excited for the audience to hear more about this. And so I'd like to start with your why. I, I believe that the feminine essence, and we all have this big why that either we're following our passion or it's led us to to follow um, perhaps a mission. Mm-hmm. There's just something that calls to us. So can you start us telling us a little bit more about you and what led you to this mission? Right? We don't have that much time. Uh, <laughs> Okay, highlights, the juicy stuff. (laughs) So um, I'm empathic, which simply means I pick up energy from other people, world events, etc. So for those that aren't aware, an empath is someone who says, I know how you feel. They really do. And some people are so sensitive with their empathic gifts. They sense before an earthquake or before the hurricane happens. And it sometimes can be confused with the mass consciousness fear thing hitting in but it hits much, much deeper. So many will think I'm empathic, meaning them themselves, and that's a curse. It's actually a gift. It's a very big blessing. And through that, as one of many of my blessings and my whys, I just love it when people are happy. I've been that way since a child. And I would get upset and very flustered when people would argue because deep down now using our current terminology, I would say they're out of alignment. So helping another to get back in their alignment. My why is, and I keep giving deeper and deeper, it's helping you be you. You know, it's not to be me, not to be my daughters or my mother or you, Steffi Joe, or anybody else. It's to be yourself. That's my why. And when we can really allow ourselves that, that release and to be us, you know what? Everything begins to fall into place. The jealousy, it's like a foreign concept because you are truly happy when another succeeds because you know their success is for them and it's not for you. You are really happy when another succeeds. You begin to recognize when opportunities present themselves just as easily you realize when someone's selling a snake oil because you're standing better in your truth, which is your heart. And through that, obviously, I know my business is angel chatter. So yes, I do talk with angels, which means yes, I am a psychic. And for years, this is how much I've grown. I used to call myself psycho. Not very empowering, is it? So now saying, yes, I'm intuitive. I'm psychic. That blessing compounded with my empathy gift, compounded with, I'm a little misknow-it-all. I kind of like telling people what to do. So using that is, you know, helping them get out of their own way and helping them dig deep themselves mm-hmm. so they can live life on their terms. When you're talking about um, the empath or and your your empathic mm-hmm. when you know because I've I've had conversations around that and I often I wonder a few things about that because you mentioned there's different ways to be or to feel this empathic sure on that global level or on this personal level can you talk to the you know when you feel the energy of someone else mm-hmm. is that hard to discern or to separate yourself from their energy initially it was because I thought it was all about me and it was like me going nuts. And then over the years, and yeah, part of it became with, you know, maturity. Part of it came with being a mom to realize it was my children, not me. So 
when you start culminating my clients, my students, when you start culminating the different scenarios together, I still, I'm going to be honest, as I can't lie, I will get confused whether it's me or them, especially if I'm really close to somebody and like, you know, my sister, my mother or something like that, that I can feel their pain. And is am I sad for them or am I sad because of what they're going through and I'm picking up on their energy? Mm-hmm. So like we can all boil water, but there are some that have taken boiling water to a whole new level and they're master chefs and they're sous chefs and they create these works of art. So with anything, there are, we are all good. We can all do these things, but it's learning how to work with it. And, and then learning, yes, absolutely disengaging. Is it mine or is it them? And it can be confusing initially that it's you versus them. So it's, it's learning and there's not, one set rule mm-hmm. to yeah. say, oh, if you do this, it's it's them, not you. Mm-hmm. It really is up to your discernment. What does your body tell you? So when I'm working with clientele and there's an imbalance, I will feel it quickly within me, mm-hmm. but then I have to tread lightly. Do they want to face that yet mm-hmm. and back up a little bit? Because usually they don't because it's, it's pretty tender. Mm-hmm. So back into a place where they do feel comfortable meeting me, making it sometimes a bit more abstract, Mm -hmm. which then allows us to keep digging deeper and deeper and deeper till we get to that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. Because I often think that as women being women entrepreneurs, that we get so attached and emotional around our passions. Oh, of course. And it seems if you have that part of you that is an entrepreneur, Perhaps the empathic realm or, or emotions are maybe a little bit more heightened for entrepreneurs that are following their passions. You know, and so I, I guess I'm bringing that up because as you were speaking too, it seemed that we do have to put this discernment about who is it, them or us? How can I serve right. and be the best me and stand and hold them in a space? That and that's exactly right, and you know, and each goddess panor has various gifts, and you know, I'm trained in healing modalities, obviously coaching and so on. But I am very, very quick that if I know someone is better versed in past life regression or akashic readings, or I quickly refer them on because it's about that person, that client, clearing what needs to be cleared. So they can come back to their own power. Mm-hmm. So it's learning how who your ideal client is from my perspective, and then calling this great backpack of um, other amazing women who are well versed with their gifts. So combining this network, and a lot of them have been clients of mine. They've been students of mine. They've been people that I've just happened to cross paths, and we we connect very deeply. So it's building this community. Of of, of sisterhood to help. Mm. And we do all sorts of things behind the scenes that no one really needs to know that we're doing this great stuff because yeah, it helps everybody, but it, it doesn't pay to toot your horn yeah. in that scenario. Right. Did you did you say goddess manure? I did. I love that. Thank you. I heard that. It's something that they gave me a while ago and I just have loved it also because to me, every woman is a goddess, you know, when especially when she's very comfortable 
with her power, when she is feeling safer, not as in protection, but mm-hmm. safer to be a true reflection of who she is. Mm-hmm. And if she has that calling to have her own business, whether it's painting, feng shui, coaching, uh, authors, you know, and so on and so on, she can go after that. She is a goddesspreneur. I love it. Thank you. Well, can you give us some more information, a little bit more about how you work with the angelic realm in Mm -hmm. helping with women? Well, I work collectively, we're probably up to 18 now, angels that I call the gang because they speak collectively to me and through me. And let's say you were my client at the moment and you were really lacking in that arena of honoring you, self-love. It's an epidemic. We all have various levels where we're ignoring and being of service. So every now and then an angel or a goddess will separate themselves from the pack, the gang, so to speak. And I'll say, oh, you really, Camuel, the angel of self-love is really front and center right now. So here is your homework because any coach, reader, psychic, whatever, if they say they're going to cure you in 30 minutes, just keep on walking <laughs> because they can't, you know, it's, they can make, help you make strides, but it is up to you to take control, to take responsibility. So yeah, guess what? It's a school day. You're going to get homework. And every tool that I give is something, I'm their guinea pig. I've been tested and it works. There are always alterations depending who my client is, but there are various tools. And the tools for the most part are relatively easy to accomplish, but it's one of those don't mistake easy for lack of power. Mm. We love to make things difficult. It's human nature. If anything can be done well, well in three steps. Oh my God, can you imagine how good it's going to be if we do it in 10? No, actually, I'm kind of lazy. Um, so, you know, I just recently wrote a post on space clearing and I freely met I'm lazy. So I'm going to clear it with this candle while I'm clearing it with, with the Zachiel candle. I've got another one going to set the intention for that state uh-huh. because I'm lazy. I have better things to do than to make up, you know, more work for myself. Because trust me, I find it, I find enough to keep me busy. Yes. <laughs> I don't need to consciously add to it. So, yeah. So my clientele and my students, uh, the students, you know, you, you know, my, my course looks, it's not fluffy by any means, but you look at it and it's like, oh, okay. And then it's really fun to listen to them talk amongst themselves in our Facebook group about how that one particular angel really hit them hard. And they're like, oh my God, I can't believe I spent that much time with one. <laughs> and I was like... That's why. It's because we all have different things. You know, there, like I said, there is that epidemic of lack of self-love, mm-hmm. but then it comes down to working with Uriel, who oversees the root chakra, the angel of mm-hmm. sleep. You are safe to be you, mm-hmm. not to be confused with Michael, who's all about protection. So there are various ways. You know, Gabriel is the sacral. It's about sexuality, but being very alive with life, sensuality, more alive, creativity, birth, not as in you're having a baby, but in as you are birthing new ways to be, Mm. you know, and it just keeps building up from there and there and there. So it's, it's really, it's a hoot, obviously. I love what I do. I love it. And it's very empowering. You know, I've heard you talk about, I forget if I read this or you were talking about it, one of our conversations that don't they like to have fun or people can get. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So Michael is always the first angel I introduce people to, because especially if you are 
walking that path of empowerment. Mm -hmm. And certainly if you were in the spiritual arena, whether it's you want to become an angel reader or coach or an energy healer, you are opening up to things that aren't tangible. Now you can see a pen, you can see a piece of paper. You, most people, majority of people can't see energy. So you are opening, you're being vulnerable. So Michael's always the first step in because I want to know I've offered you some tools to be better protected energetically. So when I do lectures, which I do at the various expos that we do around the country, mm-hmm. it's Big Mike all the way. And the more you work with Big Mike, you realize the guy's flipping hysterical. He's got the whole Fabio hair thing going and he'll like flip it around. And, you know, but he uh, will yank your chain like any big brother because that's what he is to me. Is He is the quintessential big brother. He will tease you. He will yank your hair. He will yank your chain to get you to go where you're supposed to be. Mm. But at a moment's notice, he will push me behind him and said, stand behind me. I got this. Uh Very, very protective. And his sign is often heat because many resonate with the planet in the sky. He resonates with the sun. What is the sun but hot? So for those that have undergone the change, it's very different than a hot flash because Michael's chakra of choice is the solar plexus as well as throat. So it typically, not always, typically starts in that solar plexus arena and then begins to radiate out. Mm -hmm. I've lost track of how many people when we're at shows and I, you know, I, if you ever see me in sleeves at a show, there's something wrong with me because it's a sleeveless dress. It's only when the show's over do I put on sleeves because I'm channeling all day long Mm. and I get hot. You know, I get physically hot. They go, aren't you cold? I go, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. I will often sit there fanning myself with one of my cars because it's like, okay, Michael, dude, I love you, but calm it down a little bit. Uh, And that's something that you two can do. If he is literally making you too hot, say, I love you, but you got to tone this down a little bit. It's just not nice to glow all the time in that regard. I love it. I love how um, you're chatting. You know, I'm listening to you and just the way you are speaking with them and about them. Can you share with the audience, Mm -hmm. when did you know you had this gift chatting with the angels? It really wasn't. Apparently, I've been doing this my whole life, but it wasn't until, gosh, I was probably, I believe, in my later 30s. Our daughters were getting older. They didn't need mommy as much. And I was ha- I was getting back into it. You know, I was taking classes and my, I call them the no years because my husband would frequently go, what are you going to do? If, I don't know. When are you going to see clients? I don't know. When are you going to teach us? I don't know. You know, so I was really in the process of gathering information and, and tools. So I was having a reading. It was a phone reading and I was the only human in the house. So she calls in Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene, Kuan Yin, Isis, you know, these are goddesses that I have been working with. And then she calls in Archangel Ariel, who I don't think until that time I had heard of or read about. And before, you know, we like to be polite, you know, especially with people we haven't chatted with before. Before I could monitor myself, I went, Peggy! And then I I shut up and I went, what the heck was that all about? And I'm looking around the room and I'm going, and I don't remember anything else about the reading. Now, my husband was traveling for business at the time. So girls go to bed that night. I go to bed and I go, okay, everybody that was at this reading today, front and center. So in they walk one by, I can see them coming in the room. Mm -hmm. And then when Ariel hyphen pinky came in, I went, it's you. 
she is my guardian angel. And at the time, because she's the angel of courage and courage, you think red, strong colors. Well, as a child in a crib, that power would be crazy scary. Mm -hmm. So she softens. This is how they work with us. She softened her coloring to pink. Oh, I love pink. It's so much fun. It's fluffy. So she became pinky. So I realized at that moment, I'm not going nuts. I'm not ready for the padded cell. I am. And I have been talking to them my entire life. But like so many that have a gift, I shut it down. Because let's face it, chatting with angels is not quite your normal job. You know, it's not the accountant. It's not, you know, your doctor. It's like you're talking to beings. My my husband, so this is a really funny story. We're in the kitchen years ago and he's on the other side of the counter. And I I forget what we were doing. I went, oh, okay. All right, I'll do it. And he's like, he looked at me and he went, I'm not talking to you. And I looked at him and I said, and I'm not talking to you. He goes, oh, sorry, forgot. <laughs> so, welcome to my world. <laughs> it's it's just how it works. Yeah. So, you, you chatting with angels. You mm-hmm. get that you understand you're connected there. Was there a moment or something that came into your life that said I need to work with women? Or- I can't think of a quintessential moment that it was like that's it. It's just, you know, I looked at who my favorite people are to work with. Now that's not to say I I don't work with men because I have some fabulous clients that are men, Mm -hmm. but they're not your typical macho male. So women, they're pretty much like mini me's. They are, they know there's something more Mm -hmm. to life than what they've been doing. And quite a few are goddesspreneurs, but not all, Mm -hmm. or they're budding. Uh, Many have been moms. And so it's it's that okay I've I finished this one stage of my life are they empty nesters not necessarily but I finished this one stage of life and I know there's something else out there and it's not about doing Bahama Mama nights and it's not about doing you know these game the neighborhood games and the cookie swaps and there's nothing wrong with those but it's not fulfilling and plus you can't do Bahama Mama nights every night right so it's there's something more yeah what is it and and it goes from there you know so quite a few can be so like the authorization course there's probably only a handful that are going to take it to a business level. Mm-hmm. But the growth that these goddesses have undergone since they've started the course, it literally brings tears to my eyes. It, it is so tangible to mm-hmm. get witness and to hold space for them as, as they do each lesson. And, and they kind of maybe sometimes stumble up. Sometimes they just, oh, yeah, I've been working with Sandy for a long time, Sandalphon. For yeah. a long time, I got that one. But, you know, when they hit those bigger hurdles for themselves. It's pretty cool. It's pretty, it's very, very cool. And, you know, I know I can't see everybody, right? So it's like, let me work with the people that I have the most fun with. Let me work with the people that I feel I can make a bigger impact. And it just happens to be women. Nice. Well, is this where work with women and helping them, I think you, you say the good girl title. Yeah. The women you help say, drop that good girl title. Exactly. You know, you, um, reformed good girl, still got problems with that. You know, I was the only child on both sides of the family for seven years and very, very loved, still am very, very loved by my parents. My grandparents have since left, but 
there was a lot of pressure. And I don't think intentionally uh, by my parents because my next, uh, like my brother was seven years younger, built in bottle holder and diaper changer. Here I come. So it was just that always helping. And it wasn't uh, a religion based thing that I had to be a good girl and do all these things, but it was just one of those societal ingrained things. Mm-hmm. And you know, good girls can be rebellious. They can be a bit of a badass. Can I say that? (laughs) They can be, you know, they can be good. They can chat with angels. They can be a witch. They can be, you know, a seamstress, a woodworker. You know, they can be anything. A woman can be anything she really wants to be Mm -hmm. if she loves it. So it's getting rid of that I have to do these things because I'm a good and and stop that roller coaster stop that durable wheel and it's it's really fun to kind of break up that and dismantle that and and watch their reactions to to all of that and it's not to say you're now a you know sailor talking you know mm-hmm. smack around the docks but you're comfortable really comfortable with who you are you're not dressing to impress you're dressing for you yeah. you're dressing with whatever clothes you are wearing you are comfortable with I am equally comfortable in this amazing gown to the dresses I wear for shows to sweatpants, hair pulled back on a ponytail and no makeup. Yeah. But those are different aspects of me. Right. I love that you, you talk about that and you, about this good girl. I hadn't thought about that, but in, you know, in the generation I'm a part of, yes, growing up, it was always about, you know, right. the good girl, you know, it's be a good girl. <laughs> Be a good girl now. You know, and that's what we would say to our daughters when we would go out on date nights. Be good girls. You know, what is the belief system that, you know, we're telling ourselves on the inside when we hear exactly. girl, be a good girl. Right. Going, oh, when I saw that and, and heard you uh, talk about that, it's like, oh, this is so funny because it, it just brought all that back. And, you know, what I made up about, you know, perhaps myself around this whole good girl thing. And I'm not a good girl. I'm a rebel. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) You're a rebel about what the cause. Uh, You know, it is, and it's fun. And it's, and the pendulum swings both ways. So when we first start uh, waking up, for lack of better terms, things can break apart. Mm -hmm. And, And I've seen marriages fail, but they were meant to. And I'm not a proponent, you need to divorce. But if if you're not being honored, if you're not being supported, there's something wrong. And and it's not, you have to conform to make them happy, then you've lost your essence, no matter what kind of relationship you're in. I mean, I've lost what I thought were dear friends, and they were at the time. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say I outgrew them, but for sake of time, it's more or less what happened. I started becoming more comfortable with who I am. But then I would talk about what I do, the angels and feng shui and all this, and they would literally go, there she goes again. I'm going, you know, it's not real supportive. (laughs) Not real supportive. And God love my husband, you know, he's a CFO, COO by trade, and here I come. And he, he still teases me that I did a and switch. And I said, honey, honestly, the friends I've known longer than you, because we're going on 30, we're just past our 33 years of marriage. The friends I've had longer than you're going, it's about time. So they saw it, but I didn't get it. I didn't get that this was my thing. 
I mean, for years, in fact, I went by Chris. Now, in elementary school, I was only Christine, and I would only answer my teachers if they called me Christine. And my mom would go to, to parent-teacher conferences. Oh, you're Christine's mom. Okay, like my name. Yeah. I go to high school. I want to be cool. I want to be with the cool kids, right? This is where it really hits at high school. Right. You know, we're pretty crazy. And I said, well, I'll be more liked if I'll be Chris. I even went so far mm-hmm. to call myself Alex. I'll be really hip. Yeah, that kind of wrong. But I became Chris for a number of number of years, and then I came back to all of me. It's Christine. So when I started doing business dinners with my husband, I would introduce myself. Say, "Hi, I'm Christine." He literally did a double take more than once. We would get in the car and he goes, "Okay, who are you, and what have you done with my wife?" Because (laughs) I've never heard you introduce yourself as Christine. I said, "You know, I realized that I was disregarding a part of me." For a really long time to the point I didn't know mm-hmm. that it was even missing. But thankfully, I got wings slapped more than once. And it's now all of me. So I'm equally comfortable now with Chris uh-huh. or Christine. Nice. But on everything professional, it is indeed Christine because I want to make sure I'm standing in as much power mm-hmm. as I have. I guess when you say that and, and I'm listening to that, it, I definitely hear the the strength of your right. feminine in Christine. Exactly. There's exactly. strength in Chris, but it's more on that masculine part of you that was speaking up when what I was hearing. Right. This Christine is a wholeness, even though Chris is a wholeness also, but the Christine has this power. Exactly right. And it's really funny when I work with clients and I'll, my session when it's the first time and, and, and homework assignment comes up, I'll say, what is your birth name? And they could be going by Joe, mm-hmm. but their birth name is Bertha. And I'm like, oh, we got to talk. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, you are so far from the different spectrum. You are just, I've never liked that name. I could, but that's what your soul recognizes yeah. as you. Yeah. So oh, when we do certain work, you must yeah. use that birth name because your soul needs to be recognized. Mm-hmm. So you do what you want to do. Give yourself permission to ask for it and then receive it. Yeah, I love that. But do you have any empowering projects that you'd like to share with us today? That you oh, I have about? yummy things all over the place. Ooh, please tell me. <laughs> so I, for the first time ever, you may have your annual yearly forecast courtesy of the angels. So many companies will do, uh, businesses will do your forecast for the year, astrology, numerology, and they have a computer generated program that can be put out pretty quickly. With mine, there is no program. You got me. So it is only open until mid-February because I'm not going to give you your annual come June. Mm-hmm. You know, this is for January to December. So I will go into meditation, focusing on you and only you. And if there's anything specific, and then I will pull one of my Oracle cards. And then there is a very detailed message complete with a ritual and ask formations. And it's all compiled in a very pretty package that is then emailed to you. So I'm super excited about those. Uh, Response has been very humbling. I'm very, very excited. And then the authorization course, again, that's only opened once a year because I'd like to start my students on the same day. You know, it keeps, at least the energy starts there versus people coming all willy-nilly whenever they feel called to. But it's, if you did it every single day, it would be eight months, which is pretty long time if you think about it. 
Uh, this is not a weekend course where you two can chat with the angels and, you know, a day and a half thing. Right. And, but I give you a year to do it. So you have an, you have a four month buffer mm. because some angels will take a longer, yeah. not very good English, will take you longer to feel comfortable working with their energy and what they represent. So I want to be able to say, no, no, you got to stay on track because also eight months, a lot can happen in eight months. Yes. Like us, uh, this path last year, my dad fell, broke his ankle in a few places, torn ligaments that threw everything all up. Our youngest got engaged and married in the same year. You know, so all these things can happen that you don't expect. Yes. So also that four month buffer allows life. So you don't feel any more stressed out than what you may already be putting yourself through. So those are the two big juicy products, uh, projects. Uh, I will be releasing a new Oracle deck. I'm very, very excited. I know I'm so excited. I have known about this deck for over six years. I've known about it. The first deck came out. Yeah. I've had the working title, but I never had the push to do anything with it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to commission somebody to do art for me, and that's going to inspire me. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> um, and it wasn't until I went to France last summer, and it was following the trail of Mary Magdalene, that when I came back and still processing, believe it or not, many, many months later, and she said, honey, guess what? That deck's mine. And she sat me down and within days I had 33 cards. I knew exactly what each message was going to be. And it's very different than my original deck. It's uh, it's a different kind of power. Well, one, it's all coming from Mary Magdalene. And every card has more in-depth messages within the guidebook. It has another ritual. It just took off. And I found when I was working on it, I couldn't do more than three cards in depth per day because it became that intense for me. Mm-hmm. It was very, very overwhelming. And then the other one, uh, my last big project for the year will be another book. Yay! And it's going to be, it's not released yet, but it will be 365. So daily messages. Oh, beautiful. That it's, uh, I'm pretty, I'm actually very, very pleased. This is exciting. You have everything. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I'm a creating machine. I I can't tell you how many things I've said no to. So these are are things that are very close to my heart. Nice. That with various price points. So there's no reason why we can't pick up something and start using any of what I offer Mm -hmm. as a tool. Yeah. And this is, it's all on your your website. It is angelchatta.com. So it's all there. Well, we'll, and I'll have all that in in the uh, notes for if anyone can't jot that down, it'll be. I appreciate that. Thank you. But Christine, there's, before we close, because we're getting close, I have a question for you. Okay. And this is something I I love to ask my guest. It gives us a little bit insight, perhaps, Mm -hmm. into your essence. So are you ready? Yes. Would you you mind? Okay. So if you had the ability to come back in another life as a Mm -hmm. flower, Mm-hmm. and you could choose where you would grow and bloom, where would that be? In a wild field. Ooh. In the Alps, actually, I just heard. So something very freeing, very expansive. Because um, you know, flowers are, are crazy, and I often use flowers, so I'm glad you picked that. Because flowers bloom when they're ready. They do their own thing. They're not trying to impress any other flower or anybody else for that matter. They just 
do that. And I think society, we've gotten so caught up in keeping up with the Joneses. And as much as I, you know, attempt to be this free willing bird, uh, you know, you, you still have the things you would like to do and the things you would like to have around you. You know, I have this beautiful artwork supporting me when I work in my office and to be a wildflower on some mountain. I mean, how cool would that be? Oh, that sounds beautiful. <laughs> sounds like wild and free. And- exactly. You know, it'd be so much fun. Oh. Hear the cows tinkling over there, you know. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, you for that. That just, yeah, it gives me a little bit and hopefully the audience a little twinkle or a little sparkle of who you are on the inside. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. My pleasure. Oh. Well, Christine, I'm so happy you joined me today. And I just know the audience is just, you know, just going to be a little more buzzing around angels. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very, very much for this time. We've, I mean, I've really enjoyed it. And that our time together has uh, flown by, hasn't it? I know. It just flies. So I would love to chat with you some more. And I'm definitely, I'm, I'm going to your website when we get done. Let's just put it that way. W- oh, darn. <laughs> angelchatter.com. I love it. So thank you. Thank you, Christine. And I will, I just want to say from my heart to yours, just, I really enjoyed this. I did too. And I would like to do it again sometime. I would love nothing better. Oh, thank you. Well, have a good rest of your day. And this was yummy. And thank you audience for listening to us and go and check out uh, her website and what Christine has coming up. And I just know that you'll enjoy all of it. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe. And if you're interested in hearing more and finding out how to work with Steffi Joe to enhance your feminine essence for greater visibility and success, visit expressyouressence.com. Until next time, be your essence. This is the EWN Podcast Network.